Welcome to the Pod of DC, everybody. This is your host, Rick Bernstein. Hope you guys are having a fine, fine day. I've been messing with uh, getting this pod set up. It's funny, I've been a voice actor for over 10 years now, and there's always something that you're trying to sharpen, right? Whether it's your skill sets or your types of voices, your equipment, your studio. So there's always tweaking. A lot about this podcast kind of comes back to our humanity. Seeing, again, life through the eyes of my child and my family as, uh, you know, their grandparents start getting up there a little bit. Anyway, it's it's an interesting um, thought to think about how, you know, this particular art form, which is all about communication, you're always trying to tweak it and always trying to make it better. But anyway, I've got this set up. It's, you know, I think the acoustics are decent, but we're still in an open room and you're going to hear probably some cars go by from time to time. Hopefully that adds a little bit of the experience for you guys. Voice acting was an interesting story for me. It happened back in 2010. I was a newlywed. We were living together at her place outside of DC, inside the Beltway. So we were kind of in that first year phase and planning a family and that kind of thing. But we used to subscribe to a newspaper. In the newspaper, though, that particular day, she saw an ad that was cleverly marketed as get paid to talk. Anybody who sees a headline like that, you think, okay, yeah, sign me up. So she said, you should check this out. It looks like something you might be interested in. And so uh, I went to the event. It was a promotional tool to get people coming in who are interested in voiceover and, uh, and maybe starting it themselves. It was about, I think it was about two hours. At the end of the class, you actually got to record something uh, and then hear your own voice and hear it back. And part of the deal was that they, the team uh, that came and put on the class, would go back and listen to all the voices and give you a call if they thought, hey, this was, uh, you might be onto something here, which is a a brilliant uh, marketing tool. I was impressed by that because, you know, who doesn't want to hear that, hey, your voice has potential. Maybe you should think about training our training program. Sign right here. It's X amount of dollars. And by the end of the training class period, we will cut you a demo. So it seems kind of like a, just a really quick, easy way to be a voice actor, right? Take a, take a couple weeks of class, cut a demo at the end of it. And you're going to start being the voice of Elmer Fudd or Bugs Bunny. It was interesting. So I went to the class. I didn't know a soul there. There were probably, I don't know, 15 people or so and all shapes and sizes and, you know, just a great, great group, very diverse group. So the class was uh, in kind of this building. It was actually a block away from the real world house when DC hosted the real world a couple of years back. I'll have to Google when that was. I know it was probably the lowest ratings of all the real worlds. Go figure. Um <laughs> So we set up in this classroom, kind of this row house kind of architecture, and they just went over the basics. And again, voice acting is a business. It feeds families. It's a real thing, just not somebody or anybody picking up a microphone and talking into it and uh, and getting paid for it. So it's a real craft, and it's something that most voice actors who hope to keep doing this for a while will continue to sharpen their their craft and learn new things about it. It was, it was a hoot, the class itself. And we all recorded at the end and then sure enough. So I get that phone call. So a couple days later, I get a phone call. Hey, it's us from that company. And we were going back and listening to the tracks and we thought, Hey, you know, we, we liked your sound and maybe that this would be something that you'd be interested in. And uh, boom, I mean, I am just seeing like dollar signs and Hollywood signs and, and all that, like, here it is. This can be it. So, so I, t- you know, we took the call and uh, we finished chatting about it. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, let me think about it. And so he sends me some more materials on the program and everything. So five minutes later, I was like, yep, I want to do it. 
So anyway, I ended up shooting them a note back the next day just saying, hey, this sounds great and I think I can swing this. And it's an investment. Like any business that you're starting, voice acting is a business and it takes self-investment. And so I was going to tight, you know, I was going to title this uh this podcast and I probably will a USB cable and a microphone. And that's basically what it takes now to practice talking on the mic if that's something of interest or maybe it's something that you want to become more comfortable in speaking in front of a group and typically a group that you need a microphone for is going to be a bigger group. So there's a lot of things in this craft that I think are, are great self-development tools. But yeah, I was so excited to sign up for the class and, uh, yeah, we got going. We started doing virtual trainings. They, um, they were based up North. And so I, uh, I took the classes remotely and virtually. So, you know, we would talk about scripts, work through them, what they call kind of wood shopping, you know, going through the script and kind of parsing, pick and parceling at it and finding out, you know, what would be, what's the best tone of inflection? What's the the right notes of uh, emphasis and tone and speed and all those things. So yeah, it was great. And then I drove up, I mean, this is seven or eight hours North. So this wasn't a hop, skip and jump, but I, I drove up to do the demo and you can record the demo with technology the way it is now. You can, a lot of producers will produce new voice talent remotely and do a demo and you can do it from preferably a very soundproof professional space, not just your office. So um, yeah, I drove up and stayed the night up there. So I got up there the night before, woke up the next day, milled around a little bit, had breakfast and it was about lunchtime that we actually did it. We cut, we cut the demo you know, you pick out pieces ahead of time, copies of copy, ones that you kind of cherry pick yourself to say, hey, you know, would this be something uh, that sounds like me? Do I want to promote a gym? Do I want to promote a, a amusement park or Annie Ann's pretzels? Or maybe it's this business or that fundraising organization. So there, there's a lot of ways to kind of explore your sound and you don't really know what your own voice sounds like. And raise your hand. <laughs> If you like the sound of your own voice, not, not many people do. I've gotten used to my own more over the years, putting on the cans uh, or the headphones rather, as they call them and hearing myself through a microphone. So I think it's, it's like with anything, if you work in healthcare and you're used to wearing a surgical mask for work eight hours or more a day, then, you know, now to the grocery store, wearing a mask doesn't seem so uh, foreign or uncomfortable. So it's really the same with, uh, with this and it's practice and it's comfort, it's levels, it's equalization, it's fading. It's there's, (laughs) if you really want me to go through the effects here that we're looking at right now, real quick, a little detour. Amplify, auto duck, bass and treble, change pitch, change speed, change tempo, click removal, compressor, echo, equalization, fade in, fade out, invert, leveler, noise reduction, normalize. I mean, just dot, 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 a lot of ellipses here. But anyway, that's really all it takes is in today's voice world is as uh, complex as the craft is. The ease of getting started is um, pretty low obstacle to get in, you know, with a modest budget. So where were we cutting the demo and, uh, and that whole experience. So I, I get up there, I pick my pieces of copy that I feel like what sounds like my voice, like we were just talking about, what do I have a voice for? And then picking spots to do that. And, and you pick them, you, the artist picks them, the studio won't pick them for you because, uh, they don't know you, you know, you. So I picked my pieces of copy and we just went through them. I got on the headphones, got in a, a real studio where you're standing there. And it's kind of like, you're like these rock stars in the studio, you know, where they got one headphone over one ear and closing eyes, clenching their fists, <laughs> which I, I, I love just the thought of that 
puts a smile on my face, by the way. I could sit here and just picture different artists recording uh, recording in the studio. <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, you know, I was there a long time, but I, I drove back that day. So, I don't know, to cut a demo of about probably six to eight tracks that were decent, it took several hours. I was there probably four hours, and then I drove home. But anyway, it was about this time, it was summertime 10 years ago and going through that process. Fast forward 10 years and it's been it's been an interesting career doing spots for grocery chains and health systems, golf shops and plumber companies. It, it's interesting. It's a variety. You, you see a variety of, of clients. You, you get an interesting perspective on how they run their business. I, I would never think of, wow, how does uh, Potomac River Running run their operation? I wouldn't think about that until you do a spot for them and you hear how they message and hear what they highlight and what they think is important, how they want to touch their consumer base. There's, uh, it's so, there's so many places we're going to have to split out this discussion topic over a couple episodes because it is it's just uh there's one thing after the another to consider but it's just been a great ride it's not difficult again to set up and at least um, start with uh, some pretty inexpensive tools to get started and then just like with anything it's practice and even if you're just reading reading a book around the house a a manual a to-do on how to wind up uh that wire on my trimmer on my uh battery powered trimmer. <laughs> Actually, I fooled around with it enough to figure it out, but I thought I was going to have to to Google that <laughs> and YouTube that. But yeah, it's real easy to get started in voiceover. I think it, it would be something every, I would recommend it. And, and actually my son right now is doing, taking voiceover lessons, it's something virtual. It's something we can do in the house. For me, I just want him to be a better communicator, just better being able to better actually speak his own fluency and his own kind of rhythm and sound, but, but also for his, his personal development and getting comfortable behind a microphone or, or speaking in front of others. So, yeah, so, so we're going to, we're going to cut the pod today at that, but, um, definitely something to talk about, but, um, it's, it's been a great 10 years in voiceover and it, it really started kind of on a lark, uh, with just, you know, my wife mentioning in passing something about getting paid to talk and, 10 years later, here I am. So, so we'll get into that. Appreciate you guys listening. You take care of you and your own. 